Quiet. Time for start show. Robo defeat audience. <coughs> huh. That disembodied voice usually tells us what happened right after we try anything. Oh well, no competition. Good evening, lords and ladies. You have chosen your evening's entertainment. Oh, no you don't, Tree Sleeper. This isn't your theater. Hey, who the- Ruffians, witches, bloodthirsty degenerates of all ages. It's a Thursday night, and you know what that means. Welcome to the Icosaga. Dancing lights! familiar's face. Sir Gnome, I know you're somehow to blame for this, so help me, I'm going to put you in such a maze! Imanon Shinuda, known throughout the Empire as the Weaponsmith. He has served as President and Spokesman of the Shinuda Necromancy Corporation and provider of the Akosagon's more devious implements of carnage. By Mayase's implacable hammer, when I get out of here, I'm going to incorporate you into your master's next device. He's a featherfoot, pig queen princess. A sneaky seven-foot-tall weird penguin. It's been quite a while since we had a good beast hunt, hasn't it, folks? <laughs> quite a mouth, <laughs> a beak, isn't that? Alright, the terrible, the towering, the bloody, Malfred the Impious, the ogre-blooded patriarch of the Church of War, dedicated to Macabre, father of the None of you buffoons will receive the healing might of Macabre's poleaxe until someone kills that gods be damned new voice. His majestic terror! Rago, son of Bobo, king of town hall, king of wagon, king of docks, king of wife, king of bloodless axe, and baron of Keepfield. Jim Turtle, King Rock, King of Magic. Oh, the Trixie Pixie, a thieving little gnat with an indeterminate gender. 
Hey, where did the cat skull go? I had 7,000 gold worth of miniaturized furnishings in there. And out of these most challenges, some flamboyant self-important elf called Rumiande. It's Romande and you know it. I thought the last disembodied voice was bad. Combs and coses of my bloodlusting audience. Recline upon your gilded seats, coagulations, and adjust your listening devices to receive the full stereophonic cryocasting experience that is the arena of Arcraft. Watch my blood fiends as our latest attractions awaken darkness with cramped muscles and pulsating bruises. According to the calculations that I asked Thrimlock to do last time I woke up in a cell, we've done this for the past 487 days. I'll tell you what. I'll just do a quick recap, and then we can skip over the whole bit where we have to escape the cells again. Well, that's not how I usually roll, but in the interest of time, go ahead, Rumiandy. It's... Romande. And these are the adventures of my insufferable bastards. When last we stood before my adoring audience, Vrogel and the dread Ephamatha had just been joined in unholy matrimony by Father Maldreth. Somehow, my deep elf counterpart here... Hello, my coes and cozies. You enjoyed tonight's spectacle? As I was saying... Somehow, this filthy can't possibly be more charismatic than I, Drow, and his as-yet-unrevealed master had constructed the wedding scenario as some sort of contest or trial in their never-ending parade of nonsense. And then they further complicated matters by flipping an unborn baby right side up and inducing Aoife Mother to give birth. Actually, that was nuts. We're good. But we're not that good. It was just a happy coincidence that we got to witness my ninth favorite contestants try to save a half-old woman and child from a breach bird. Well, that's a tiny relief, at least. In either case... Everybody was stitched up and sealed with magical healing when our resident Trixie Pixie made a spot check. Um, well, you guys were hiding from that gross, makey-outy pair of half-orgs over there. I scouted the door. There's a short hallway and a ladder that just climbs up into pitch blackness. So I thought you'd like to know that. Ew. Why, thank you, Thorn. I don't think I could have watched much more of that anyway. Let's see what's up the ladder. Oh, no you don't, Bard. First, we're going to poke everything with a ten-foot pole. Once the most dangerous traps are set off, then you can climb into the unceasing blackness. Now, just a few search checks. I shall scout ahead that I might find the best of hiding spots and take my notes in peace. Ahem. I climbed up through the ceiling into a lightless room. Even my keen elven eyes could reveal little more than the wooden floorboards and continuing ladder. Finally, after hours of climbing... You have only been climbing for three rounds, Rumiandy. After what felt like hours of climbing, I struck another wooden surface. I felt about until I grasped the handle and pushed... 
I had emerged onto the deck of a small ship, greeted by the thunderous applause. Once again, my Corinthians and coquettes, the screechy elf from Scotalia has maneuvered to put himself alone in center stage. What do we think about such attention-seeking behavior? You again? Then I suppose this is to be another of those absurd trials. Master Sorofinde, are you up here? Ah, there you are. Lord Thrimlock sent us up here to check on you. Us? Who's us? Oh, so no. Yes, Master. Please don't kick me head off again, Master. <sighs> Worry not, Sir No. I wouldn't touch you with one of Issa's ten-foot poles. Dame Marsvale, how's about you get the others? Things look like they're about to get a little stabby. You done set up now? I believe so. Then, will the rest of our contestants make their entrances? Let the deep bell from the continental shelf reveal the scene. All around, you can see a phantom audience floating on the air in tiered seats at a half-mile distance. Some of these phantom spectators look very familiar, possibly your friends, enemies, family, or the family you'd rather forget. We at the arena of Akhra would like to remind you to spend time with the people that you have strong feelings for, especially if those strong feelings culminate in chaos. Beneath the ethereal scene stretches an endless expanse of ocean. The sun hangs high in the sky, and a smoky haze drifts towards the southern horizon. I'm not waiting for everybody to climb up that ladder. By the gory hooves of Makar's favorite horse, may you all be granted a quick jaunt through the ethereal realm. Excellent. Hey look, Roman Day's down on that boat. Hey, Gaitharan, you still owe me 40 gold pieces. Ringing echoes of my violent mongering spectators split in the heavens with its cheers, boos, applause, and curses. Especially when each of those is directed individually at the Scartalian bastards in half a thousand languages. Nagate Vragle. Me no understand what you say. Me no speak nothing but Old High Orc and Middle Common. Speak civilized language to King or you'll be chastised with axe. Does all the schmutzigen elfen stabben for ihren Baumgottinstinst? Interesting. A few of these languages are unfamiliar to me. Basta veri dei compagnamenti. O dieci pezzi d'argento in cella su questo. Not to me. I've been lots of places. And these people aren't very keen on us. Well, you can't be trusted to be the only one gaining knowledge in xenolinguistics. Mass comprehension. Kill him, Grover. I hope them filthy elves die for their tree worship. Dot get to the fighting! I've got ten silver pieces riding on this! You know like this! Me hate insult! Grogo defeat audience! <laughs> As the quarter witted Hathor fails to comprehend the protective spell of Zeno's audience. No matter how far he travels, he can never come more than half a distance to any of my terrifying tickets. Me hate stupid philosophy physics. Me defeat. Hey, what, what that? 
Oh no, there's another ship on the way. Oh, great. That won't end poorly for them or be another impediment for us. You buffoons, get back to the ship. We're about to praise Makar by staging a battle right on top of Poseidon's face. Wait, that slidey-faced pirate at the helm looks familiar. Oh, he should. Or perhaps shouldn't. In any case, it's that shape-changer who's been harassing us since we accidentally didn't kill him in the water temple. Oh, right. What stupid name did he have for himself? The Faceless Pirate. Right, and he's the one who killed Kalora. Who in Queen Name's makeup kit is Kalora? Just another stupid human who stopped being useful to Makar's murderous purposes. She used to adventure with us before she decided that piracy on the seas was preferable to our style of piracy on the land. Murdering Kalora I can understand, but the death of gentlemen must be avenged. And gentlemen Gentleman was she horse. Me never able to defeat gentlemen. Always get kicked in head. King willing call it tie, make alliance with horse. Frogal King of Equine Alliance! You get your chance at Regent pretty soon, Frogal. The pirate ship is making good speed, and yours is sitting adrift with sails furled, nobody at the tiller, and a crew consisting entirely of Rumiani. It's a lot more than it seems, Deep Elf. Not as much as you need, though. By the way, you might want a duck. Cannonball, hit the deck! What? Me no see? You killed Kalora, you watery-faced goon. It's you who's gonna do the dying here. No, Isa, you've only got it half right. He'll be doing his dying elsewhere, especially once I get close enough to plane-shift him to the Chars. Lower the mainsail, men! Attack to port! And someone drop a dimensional anchor on that log out! By Manos's hands! You'd think this guy'd fought us before or something. Sorry guys, no teleporting services for this fight. Aren't you forgetting something to remark? Probably. I tend to have a lot on my mind. What's the important bit this time, Deep Elf? You should probably start thinking about the inverse square law and about how dimensional anchor affects your ethereal challenge. Oh, well then. Ah, ah that's two of us down already. And one of our remaining Combatants is Romand Day. This isn't going as well as we hoped. Who shoot King out of Sky? Frogal King of Sky! Slidey face, die for offenses! Um, should someone go help Grimlock out of the water? I'd help, but I'm not really big enough to hold his weight. Plus, I just cast splinters all over this rope, so I'm going to need to borrow some what, what? Sorry, what, what was that, Kimmerit? I'm sorry, I can't, I can't make out your words with all that water in your mouth. Maybe if you make a concentration check, you could form some actual words. <sighs> I said, Reality Maelstrom! Things happen quickly. Things like a hole opening up in the sky, sucking in everything that's not nailed down to the ship. Rigging, 
gold-plated sail cut off crates, barrels, cannonballs, the ship's anchors. All of it hurls into the sky toward strange and unknown destinations on the other side of Grimlock's main gate. Hold tight, ye sweaty sea dogs. I put in a word to some friends, and help should be on the way. Well, this wasn't much of a challenge before, but Grimlock's portal to a black hole seems to have evened the odds enough to make things passively interesting. And the Warfather frowns a little less on those who challenge themselves. Both great and terrible Nakar, do send down your divine power to fill this humble vessel, that I might spread much blood and gore in thy terrifying name. Oh, please throw in a quickened prayer for the Lackwoods you've seen fit to saddle me with. Then did a most terrible event take no, you don't, High Elf. Not with your guest starring in a Throbon Angel. I do so hate all of the voices that follow us around. Yeah, and I'm sure you hate always knowing that someone's listening to and watching you. Too bad you're too busy chatting me up. Say notes on the magic forge Evan Blade streaking through the sky towards Varan. What? Yeah, what? I told ye that reinforcements were on the way. Meet me, mates. Brutalitar, the living weapon, and Threnus lead, Master Wizard. This is very bad. You see, Thrimlock Catheran was not always a full-blooded elf. He used to be... half-human. At least he was until we went to the Cradle of Death so he could cast away the icky, impure human part. Apparently it all had to go somewhere, so the Cosmos created another version. A human who would cast away all of his elfy bits. Who are you explaining this to, Bard? We were all there. Honestly, how come you've introduced the guy we've all met? Fine hells, we were all there when he was born. But you don't explain what a brutality is. Because, dear Pixie, I am sorely lacking in that area of knowledge. I'm not. He does not know, because that knowledge is hidden to all but myself and the living weapon. Brutalitar was a man, until the mother of weapons, Mayase, in her infinite knowledge, caught him gazing upon her in the bath. For his sins, he was lashed to a stump and used as her anvil for a thousand years. This made him into something more. All of that sounds great, but would anybody up there please stop my worser half from spreading those knuckle bones all over the deck? Too late, you evil twits. Go, my flying skeletal monkeys. Tear these filthy elf lovers to confetti, then give me a ticker tape parade. <laughs> oh. Calitar seems unaffected by the reality maelstrom raging above. He comes flying down from the top mast with his patented chaotic elbow drop and straight for the King of Town Hall. What? Ouch! You hit me? That no happen again. Me king of hit. Ooh, and that doesn't look good for the living weapon. King Frogle has wrapped his left arm around Brutalitar's elbow. Oh! Oh, and just look at how quick twist of the hip breaks the bone in at least three places. So much for living weapon. You no stand chance anyway. Me living king. 
Oh, no. Roggle, you fool. I could have garnered so much knowledge from an intact sample. Now, all I have to work with is a broken body that's come into contact with my goddess, and I've already got tons of those samples. Chin up, old mummy. Perhaps this one has something the others didn't. No, it probably won't. I've seen a lot of specimens. At this point, the best course of action is to burn it all down and walk away. Fortunately, the Shenouda Necromancy Corporation has policies in place for such events. What could the policy on that possibly be? Two delayed blast fireballs. Now, get clear. You too, Spirit of the Swift Wind. Will the faceless pirates crew seem to be about as brave as my illiterate barbarian stage crew is smart? Each one of them who tries to dive overboard will be barred from winning in the arena of our crap for the next five years. However, this punishment does not bar them from competition in the arena. Just winning. Cowardice must always be punished. I'll fight to the end for ya, Captain. I don't want to be punished no more. See? Even the most dastardly of pirates can be retrained with just a little negative reinforcement. Quit getting the MC's attention and just fire your blunderbuss at that winged half-orc. Maybe I can trip him with a couple of maximized scorching rays. No, I taste terrible fried. Wow. Ah, why you throw fire rays at breastfeeding mother? Me queen of prince. You answer to husband for that. Right after me done paddling you bottom for bad behavior. No chance, She-Orc. For first, your husband shall have to pass Brutalitar, the living weapon. You no attack, wife and son. Well, would you look at that, folks? The Baron of Keepfield has swooped down on his patchwork wings, catching the living weapon on the chin with the flat of his great axe bloodless. And now, Brutalitar is in the air. Still, still airborne. Still, still in the air, and... And that's a new arena record, my cozy and cozies. Rockle has just hunted an opponent a distance of 47 Mark 8 Imperial Linear Decimal Markators. Yes, folks, as with all arena records, we shall commemorate this momentous feat by adding Rockle's graven likeness to the Gates of Return. Gates of Return? Does that mean there's a way out of this place? That'd be nice, but I'm still worried about the shape-shifting pirate and the bits of you that we decided made you boring. And dumb. Indeed. Where did that pirate go? Anybody care to give a smudge? Me didn't lose track. Eat axe, slidey mummy face. Now that's a gruesome sacrifice, Ribbies. The faceless pirate thought that he could shift his face while we were all distracted, but he didn't account for the low capacity and singular drive of Rago's brain. It looks like a faceless pirate's magical stone skin is starting to chip away under those many pounds of force being distributed by the King of Town Hall and his pet Greyhounds. 
Oh, he's so stupid! Yeah, but what makes you think that? We always forget me have three level as spellcaster. Me could have been king of flaming axe! Ugh. I'm pretty okay with how things went. At least I didn't pass out. I'm pretty sure those fireballs are about to go off soon, so... Fly! And in my place, I'll leave a walking prismatic eye! <laughs> oh, gods, what is this horrible violet light? Looks like you're going to the jar, sailor boy. Have fun. Tell that turtle chef the souffle was delicious. No, they'll make me swab the kitchen. Enough of this. We have murdered this pirate more times than I care to count, and the Warfather is not a patient god. Oh, Makar of the Bloody Sword, I beseech you to bring your destruction down upon this faceless fur in my foot. Ha! Kill me again, and I'll just come back. After all, I've always picked left, and it's always led me back to you. Throttle Duck! Throttle King of Duck! Well... That was gross. I never thought a humanoid body could burst like an overbuilt water skin. It looks like it was just sort of a fleshy balloon filled with water. Then again, I never thought that I would see a half-orc black dragon's wings sewn to his shoulders, Matrix dodging a thousand droplets of water shrapnel evil. Well, you might get to see it again. By the power of Makar's quickened wrath, shall I transmute these sailors' blood to water. Well, that's one down. Well, where did their other caster go? Anybody have eyes on Threllis? Oh, a walking eye, you say? Well, mine's not so colorful as yours. But I guess that's because it's a sphere of ultimate destruction. No, my bloodthirsty spectators, that isn't my charismatic singularity walking around on those disturbing spider-like stalks down there. In fact, it's a miniaturized black hole on disturbing spider-like stalks, and it's headed right for the prismatic eye! Oh, this does no good. Huh. The problem with you elves is that you focus too much on the spell's appearance, and not enough on its effects. Hmm, perhaps we kept the wrong version of Trimlock. In any case, I finally get to be here when one of them dies. Not so fast, Lich. You've already forgotten something quite important. The High Priest of Eternal Slaughter forgets nothing, Zack. Oh yeah? What about that Black Blade of Disaster? <laughs> That's not going to keep the damn Ogre and Lich Priest distracted for long. Let's see what I've got in the bag here. Ah, now just to spread my Onyx gems around a bit. And I can raise a phalanx of skeletons! Yes, and a mass fly! Twenty flying skeletons! For I, Threllis Lean, Master Necromancer, and Innovative Surgeon, am undefeatable! <laughs> Gods, but I hate mages. Time for some good old-fashioned Pangonquin trickery. I'm heading into the water. How are you doing down there, Brutalitar? Looks like you're finally back on deck. Nine times damned, but I hate water! Thanks for the mass fly, Threllis! I'll take down your doppel-elfer in return! No shots! Oh, he's back! Brutalitar is back in the match! 
The living weapon, Clavis Trimlock, will the old war too much. Then he follows up with his patented flying 720 degree suplex. And there goes the poop deck. That's certainly going to leave a mark. Quack, quack, quack. Nobody ever expects the flying penguin breach. Heck, heck. Expected that. The penguin just shot out of the water like a harpoon from a ballista. She speared herself one whopper of a mage. Looks like he's gonna be waking up in a cell pretty soon. Ugh. Give my spell components to nobody. <sighs> I'm not sure whether to be happy or sick. I killed the mage, but now I'm covered in. What is this? Kidney? I'm pretty sure that's actually a part of his lower bowel. That would explain the smell. Uh, hey, Deep Elf, I have a question. What? What do you want now? Need somebody to play patty cake with for the next six seconds? I was about to ask politely, but now I just want to know the fucking range on Dominate Person. No need to get your Dublin in a twist. The range is a lot shorter than you need to get to me, and that's all I'm telling you. Fine, man. I was just trying to stay as far away from that living weapon while I cast Dominate Person. Nobody wields this weapon but the weapon itself, Forest Walker. Just for that, you're next. Ah, crap. Uh, well, you'll never find me in all this water. Let me just place a few more delayed blast fireballs for maximum coverage. And now, your ship will burn! Be still fighting, Vroggle King of Coverage! Vroggle, you fool! Get out of there! Vroggle, King of Shipwreck. Water Queen, she okay? Me just fine, Sweetax. Me teach Briggle how to cling on and breastfeed during battle, like all little orc do. Oh, okay. Now me know family safe, me execute secret king plan number two. Oh, ye gods. What does that entail, Roggle? It involved all me magical and martial prowess at once. Eat power attacks of shocking bloody awesome blow! Flying upward in a parabolic arc. Now he's pausing at the vertex to cast his spells. He's coming down. Watch the ever-loving <laughs> That half-hawk may not know much, but he seems to have figured out that electricity and water don't mix. He's used this knowledge to his great advantage. Brutalitar has been knocked into the water yet again by a record. Hold it. King of Distance. It'll take a moment for the living weapon to get back to the water's surface. Ugh. Time to end all of this nonsense. Find the car sharp in spade. May this living weapon entombed in a stone sarcophagus. Well, folks, that's certainly one way to skin a partial feline-based immortal killing machine from the plane of weapons. The crowd did raucously applaud our victory as we beheld that devil Dromonde take his position at a Phantom Announcer's podium. Yes, friends and patrons of Ah, crap. These morally damaged individuals 
these insufferable bastards and survive yet another round in the arena of the great horrible world. Let's see what they ignore themselves next. I wish to see nothing deep, Elf. I am tiring of these games. Just give me back whatever of my own possessions I'm supposed to have earned. Well, he asked for it, folks. Let's see how well the party goes fashion a series of fallen treasure chests. A series of what? And Queen made some mentionables. Did those things fall from anyway? I don't care about that as much as the fact that the doors at the end of the arena are open. Everybody gear up, or I'll have you doing penance until a species of half-elf, half-potatoes, one of which traces its genealogy back to Romandet, no doubt, reaches out to conquer the stars. And... Freeze frame! Cut. Excellent work today, fellas. We'll just break there and pick up next week. Are uh, the Stacy Fields in place? Good, perfect. Will the Scottalian bastards get their armor on in time? Who or what is emerging from that enormous gate that nobody but Maldred had the presence of mind to notice? Where did all those treasure chests fall from? And where did all the water go? Join us next time, my bloodthirsty rooks and rebels, for the next episode of The 20-Sided Theater. Face to face with the Lord of this great horrible place. Visit the 20 Sided Theater online at 20sidedtheater.com and on iTunes at 20 Sided Podcasts. The 20 Sided Theater is a joint production of Bear Industries and the Shenouda Necromancy Corporation. This episode stars Gabriel Abenante, Natalie Abenante. Blake Parker, Carrie Quatron, Kian Quatron, and Rory Quatron. Written by Rory Quatron and edited by Blake Parker. Music by Andrew FM, Sean Daly, Sven Turtle, and VCMG. For a complete list of and links to all of the music and sound effects you heard on tonight's episode, visit 20sidedtheater.com. After many hours of research, Master Lenanian and myself have learned to create scryomagical links to your internal net. You can follow some of Romande's insufferable bastards on Twitter. Follow at Illustrious Row for Romande Sorfinde. At Lady Featherfoot for Princess Isa Featherfoot. At Thrimlock for Master Thrimlock Lenanian. And at Shenuda Necroco for me. Imanand Shenouda, true necromancer and weaponsmith of the Grand and Holy Empire of Voladros, and High Priest of Mayase, Mother of Weapons. Subscribe to and rate the 20 Sided Theater on iTunes. Tell your friends about the 20 Sided Theater, or we'll send Vroggle, King of Town Hall. King of Wagon, King of Equine Alliance, and King of Audience Persuasion after you. Join us next time at the 20-Sided Theater.
Catheran! Romande, can you hear me? Thrimlock, you're tapping into the Elven Thoughtscape. That's brilliant. How do we get out of here? Uh, it depends. Do you know if Dro are genetically dissimilar enough that they have a different frequency for their Thoughtscape? No, we're still 100% the same species, Tree Sleeper. Villain, what do you plan to do with us? Well, for starts, I'm gonna leave you all in that time stop field for about a month. Oh, and I've got to reflood the arena, um, get you on a new ship, that'll make a much better opening scene. And in the rest of that month, I'll go shopping, prep for the re- next show, you know, spend some time in the writer's room, you know, errands, work, that sort of stuff. Wow, I guess even evil people have to do laundry once in a while. Oh, laundry, that's right! I'm also gonna go through the bar's wardrobe to pick out anything good and toss away anything garish or tacky. No. No! Not my embroidered trousers! Anything but those! No! Oh, my dreadful mob of rabbit fans! Don't worry about finding your way back for more trials and troubles. The arena of our crap will come to you first.